הר אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש עם אשר בארצמה, ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מקור חכמה. רבנו נחמן מפגם את שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו בריסן אמן. So בעזרת השם, today we're going to do a few lessons starting with Torah 2626. <clears throat> the, the majority of Reshaim sing these songs because they, have nesha, they are Nishmat Erev Rav. They are the souls of these Erev Rav, the same souls as these mixed multitude which Moshe brought up from Egypt. And the mother of all the Erev Rav is this female angel who's, um, who's the wife of this, uh, of uh, the Satan and the Manacham Abed, etc. She may Then why is her name that name? Because she's meyalelet, she whines and she wails constantly. This is why that they make melodies based on lamentation and wailing. Because they are nishamot, who are attached to her. They are nishamot, who are under the dominion of um, their mother. And their mother is this aspect of lamentation and wailing. And the reason why people are drawn after these sort of songs. Because their nourishment comes from this verse as brought down in Bereshit Chavtet, the eyes of Leah were weak, were soft. Why? Because it's an aspect of dimmed sight, that the sight, the vision is damaged. And the aspect of what is brought down in the verse in Bereshit, the luminaries, when God was creating the world, he, um, it explains this idea of the luminaries, me'orot. And me'orot is missing above there. Chaser, it's missing above. May the luminaries, etc., etc. Chaser, it's missing something. And what is it brought down to Tikkun me'orot. That these luminaries without the vav is an aspect of Lili. Why? Because she receives her strength from the luminaries, which is missing above, meaning vision whenever it's damaged. As we said above, dimmed sight, that the eyes of Leah were weak. Now Rabbeinu adds that the essence of true melody comes from the tribe of Levi. Because Levi were conductors of song. For they were the children of Leah. Levi was the son, one of the sons of Leah. And what did Leah say whenever Levi is born? When Levi is born, it is said over there in Bereshit. As we just read, that this time my husband will become attached to me. I think it's brought down in Parashat Vayetze, this Parashat that we just read. This time my husband will become Gilave attached to me. Because once Levi was born, which is the, which Levi has the side of melody to him, through this you have the aspect of Hamshacha, attraction. Becoming attached, she that Yaakov would be attached to Leah now, and therefore song 
which devolutes and descends from Levi. Yeah, um, sorry, that song. Sorry, the song, not that stems from Nevi, but the song that devolutes and devolves and descends from this concept of that the Azalewarik, meaning song that stems from this dimmed vision, which is this evil angel Lili, which is the mother of the Erevrav, song which stems from those Neshamot. Meaning songs of wailing, etc. Those melodies have strength to attract. We just saw in the verse that this time my husband will become attached from Levi song. So Levi, whose music, when music becomes, um, when it com- music comes from this aspect of wailing, it has this power of attachment. Just in music in general, as we see, has power to um, attach someone to the song very deeply. So when we sing these songs on Shabbat Kodesh, we're able to elevate them. Because on Shabbat, light is complete. That haughty strides, haughty steps, removes the light of a person's vision, the light of a person's eyesight. One five hundredth of a person's eyesight. But this eyesight returns with the nighttime kiddush on Shabbat Kodesh. So we see that Shabbat completes the light that you lost through a haughty stride. We see that the light on Shabbat is complete. As we say, that they walk on Shabbat with unpretentious steps, with small steps, not haughty steps. Now, because Shabbat's light is complete, now we're able to perfect these melodies because these melodies stem from incomplete light. But Shabbat is perfect light. So these we're able to perfect and elevate these melodies because these melodies receive the nourishment from damaged eyesight as we saw with Leah. That Leah's eyes were weak. Through Shabbat, because Shabbat is the rectification of perfect sight. Um, as we saw above. Torah Resh Rav Zayn. Shamati Bishmo. I heard in the Rabbanu's name, Shesipir Bashem Tzadik Acher, the Rabbanu told over in the name of another Tzadik. Shedarash Bevet HaKneset. That this other Tzadik expand, ex, um, he gave a, a lesson in the in the shul, Shema Shomrim Kshavim Anakosim. Why passers by tell the harvesters? Why people who are passing by harvesters tell them, Hashem Yazor, Hashem will help. Ki Yesh Rashaim, for there are wicked people. Shem Megul Galim Basemim Megdalim Alagagot. There are wicked people that are reincarnated in the shrubs and the grass that grow upon the rooftops. Ve'Ena Hamaliyan, they have no. They can't ascend. They can't be. Re- they can't be rectified. Because those grasses on top of the rooftops can't be cut off. They're never harvested. They're never chopped. No one pays attention. And this is what it's brought down. Tehilim chapter one twenty nine. You They'll be like the grasses of the roofs. It's brought down. And Tehilim continues in the verse, which don't fill the palm of the harvesters. And the passers-by don't say, God's blessing be upon you, etc., etc. So we literally see what Rabbanu is saying within the verse in Tehidim. Now we understand the verse. Because 
the grasses of the of the roof, no one cuts them. And no one makes a bracha on them. No one gives them blessing at the time when he passes by them. When people pass by these, or when the harvesters pass by these grasses on top of the roof, etc. No one pays attention to them. Therefore, these grasses on top of these roofs, right, these fields don't have any place to ascend. But that grain which they do harvest, the passers-by say to that grain, the blessing of God. And through this, now, it has an aliyah. It has an ability to ascend. <clears throat> so because the passers-by bring the blessing to the, the grain that is harvested, now, those grains that, uh, what do you call it, weren't harvested um, at the top of the roof because no one gave a blessing. Now that the blessing was given nearby to these uh, grains that were harvested, now the, the tikkun also occurs to the grasses that don't have any tikkun. <clears throat> so, Rabbanu continues, Torah Resh Chavchet. Dano, Shek Shak, Radosh Baruch Hu, Mr. Kerben when God looks at a soul, that is capable of bringing people back in teshuva and to make converts, meaning a soul that is able to have influence over other people to draw them close to God. God himself seeks out as if to say, to make sure that this and to see that this soul has strife, meaning that people have arguments upon this soul. Because as we know, we will not accept converts during the days of the Mashiach and not during the days of Shlomo HaMelech. Uh, not in the days of Shlomo did we accept converts. Just as we didn't accept converts in the days of Shlomo, we, didn't, we will not accept converts in the days of the Mashiach. Mishun because of Jewish majesty. Why is it so? Why won't we accept converts at the time of Mashiach? Why is it that we didn't accept converts during the time of King Shlomo? Because during the time of Mashiach, when they're going to see the greatness of Am Yisrael, these people won't convert out of love. They're not going to convert with ulterior motives. As the same is true during Shlomo, Shlomo. During Shlomo's time, Am Yisrael had a very great status. So anyone who would try to convert, we could tell that it wasn't genuine. So Rabbeinu says the essential aspect of converting or drawing close to Hashem, sincere drawing close to Hashem and conversion occurs whenever you convert, when the time of Am Yisrael is in suffering and in poverty and in oppression. Who dwelled with you? In your poverty. Meaning to dwell with you means in your poverty. Therefore, Rabbeinu explains, it's obligated that a person who's engaged in this work to bring people closer to God and to make people better and to make converts, that he's going to have strife that, is, that he's attacked with, that he's going to have people that oppose him. So that he cannot have any tranquility. Because anyone who draws close to this person even after seeing that he's filled with all this tr lack of tranquility and 
big time suffering. Anyone who draws close to this person is truly sincere. And now he's able to truly make converts. Not because of peace nor contentment. As we said above. Because those people who are close to this person, who's influencing lots of other people to draw close to Hashem, they'll see that this person isn't filled with a life full of joy. And meaning a life full of... Uh, Full of uh, everything that he gets his way, but rather that it's it's difficult, because anyone who wants to come close to Hashem will truly draw close to this person um, sincerely. When this word is brought down, the verse "Vayeshev Yaakov be'eret me'gurayaviv" that Yaakov dwelled in the land of his father's dwelling. Ve'itab midrash and sorry, and brought the midrash me'gurayaviv. What did it mean? His father's dwelling. That Yaakov was engaged in the same work as his father, which was to make converts. As if it were written, I'm sorry, as if it were written, yeah, of the converts of his father. <clears throat> Just like the converts of his father. This is what the Chachamim say in the Midrash. What does it mean that Yaakov dwelled? Yaakov wanted to dwell in peace. He seeked out to sit in tranquility. He wanted tranquility. But immediately when he wanted to do this, immediately the aggravation and the trouble and all the the anger and this, the suffering that he had to go through stemmed immediately with the story of Yosef. That the second he wanted to dwell in peace, that's when the story of Yosef being sold, etc. happened. Because... Anyone who tries to engage in this aspect of making converts, just like Yaakov did, as he took in the four step in the steps of his forefathers, he had to be immediately attacked with suffering because anyone, anyone who would draw who were to draw close to Yaakov now that he saw all the suffering, would be truly sincere in coming close to God because the only reason why you'd stick with this person like that is because you really want Hashem. So because Yaakov was engaged in making converts, drawing people close to Hashem, just like his father, through this, he was, um, he was not able to dwell on tranquility. So that the converts that were to come close to Hashem were to be genuine. If you were to have tranquility, um, if you were to have tranquility, he would not be able to make converts. Because you do not accept converts in the time of Mashiach. So we see here, that the idea of genuine converts and drawing close to Hashem has to come to sincerity. Resh Raftet 229 Know that there are certain trees that when these trees are made into wood for these beds, certain for beds in general, that this these beds now, which are made from this the wood of these certain trees, they are propitious. They have a segula to bear children. And to raise them. To raise these children. And the same is true of the opposite. There are actually certain trees that if you make wood out of these certain trees, that the, the bed in which um, which is made out of this wood is not mesugal, is not propitious to have children. In fact, it, it's ineffective. And this is what is hinted in the verse in Bereshit chapter 43. 
that the man kept asking about us and our birthplace. Even, he even told us about the wood of our beds. As brought down over there in the Midrash. That, this is with regard to, I believe, with regard to Yosef. That Yosef, before he, he, he revealed who he was to the brothers, when the brothers came down to Egypt, um, years after being sold there, he kept pretending to be uh, this viceroy of the king, etc., etc., without revealing his identity of being their brother. And um, that when the brothers get back to Yaakov, they, they, they report to Yaakov what happened, and they say that the man kept asking about us and our birthplace. And what did in the Midrash say? That the, the brothers were telling Yaakov that, he, that this person, Yosef, who they didn't know was Yosef, was even telling us, telling them about the wood of their beds. So now Rabbeinu explains that Midrash. Because through the wood of the beds, through the wood of one's bed, it can be propitious for childbearing. Torah 2.30 Anyone who has eyes to see, he's able to look and to recognize at the face of one of the students and see who his teacher is. He's able to look at a student and see who his teacher is just through his face. Provided that this person has seen this man's rabbi one time. Ki, because it's brought down in Kohelet chapter 8, the wisdom of a man lights up his face. We find that a, that a student receives the wisdom of his teacher. Which means, what did we say the wisdom is? It's the face. Which means he's receiving the face of his teacher. And because of this, a person needs to look at the face of his teacher at the time whenever he's receiving the, te- the wisdom from his teacher. So when you're learning from your teacher, you should look at him in the face. That your eyes shall see your teacher. Because the wisdom is existing in the face. And therefore, when a person looks at a student, he can tell who his teacher is. As we said above. And the final Torah for today an amazing Torah, very applicable. Something that we read every day. Torah Resh Torah 231. At the time when a person says in Shacharit, during the morning tefillah, um, in Vayevach David, and may the heavenly hosts bow down to you. And the heavenly hosts bow down to you. When you're saying those words, it's fitting to pray over anything. Because all the medicines, all the healings, receive receive strength from the celestial forces, the celestial spheres. Which are what? These heavenly hosts. These are the spheres we're talking about. And each of these hosts. And each of these hosts, these angels, constellations, whatever it is, give strength to whatever herb 
and grass that is applicable to it, meaning whatever herb each and every constellation is in charge of, it will give strength to. So it's all these grasses, these herbs, these medicines receive their strength from these celestial spheres um, in order to heal. So when a person needs a certain healing, certain medicine, different types of strength from different spheres come together. That one sphere gives strength to one grass. And then another sphere gives strength to another grass. Because we know in the Midrash, that there's not a grass down below, not a blade of grass down below that doesn't have an angel up above it that tells it to grow. Meaning each and every grass has a certain angel that is in charge of it. So one grass, one herb, has one angel in charge of it. Another herb has another angel in charge of it. But when you join these herbs together, you create a compound healing. And now they have the power to heal. Therefore, it's very good to seek out to request from God at the time when you're saying these words, that you're asking Hashem that all of these celestial spheres and angels come together to bow down and to give praise and gratitude to God. That Hashem should order them that that when you say these words you should have the intention to that um, all these celestial hosts are coming together to bow and praise God and that they should go as a messenger to you before God and ask God that God draws strength um to the person who needs healing, within a piece of bread, or in another thing, that Hashem gives the strength of those herbs that each and every one of those celestial uh, angels are in charge of, and puts it within a bread or another thing that's accessible to the sick person. And automatically that sick person will be healed. Maybe God's will. And look at lesson one. Second book of the Quran. Over there, it speaks about this idea in depth. But nonetheless, we see that these words with have power for tremendous healing. And that anyone who's sick at the time, you should have kavana, that um, Hashem draws strength um, to the food or whatever it is, it's a piece of bread, so that this person eats it and gets healing through that bread, through the water. As we know, Rabbi Natan used to literally just eat bread and water and be healed from any sickness. Um, because for Rabbi Natan, he didn't need those medicines. For him, the medicines went in the bread. And this is hidden within this lesson. Within the bread and the water that he used to drink. So um, may we have that emuna and that level of uh, trust in Hashem that Hashem sends us. Um, our healings, not through doctors nor medicine, but... Um, through a simple piece of bread and water, Bezat Hashem.